Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I'm your host, Christian, the unbiased king. Espinal. And joining me, it is my partner in crime. It is the man, the myth, the legend, Joshua. Gangsta time, go! It's called partner, but it should be called gangsta time. Hello. Hi. (laughs) That took a while. Uh, I forgot your new epithet, too, to add on to that. It's the tank top god, Joshua Cole. (laughs) Also joining us is the the now undisembodied voice of our producer, finally back on the camera. It is Edgelord Big News Brian. What's up, nerds? Hey, hey, hey. Oh, my God. It's the I was looks. Once a robot. I was once just a floating voice in the void, and now I'm a, I'm a full flesh and blood human being once yeah. more. Yeah, and our family dog Lucas is also joining us today on the show. Uh, if you yeah. want to look at him, check out our YouTube because <laughs> he's is. adorable. Yep. He's a wow, he's a sweet boy. Uh, but fucking shark piranha with his fucking snaggle tooth. Yeah, that's called snaggle tooth, right? I think so. Yeah, I think it. Well, you know, you know where to find our uh, snaggle tooth dog is on the YouTube's now. Now that Brian is on uh, video, but um, yeah, we're back. Uh, very excited again to today's show. We got a lot of uh, banger chapters to go through, so let's not waste any time. Let's get into plugs. You could find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore 37. That's on Instagram and at NY Chillin with an EN, not ING. And that's on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Brian? You can find me at B.ESP on both Instagram and Twitter. And if you ever want to catch me when I'm streaming, which I can finally do now, by the way, because oh, I got yeah. a new computer, you can find me at twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Oh, yeah. What are you playing these days now that you're now you're back? I have been like hardcore grinding Valorant lately. Uh, it's it's this a uh, right game shooter. You know, it was the biggest mistake of my life getting into a right games game. Just saying, just putting that out there. I wouldn't put it for anybody else. But uh, yeah, I've been grinding that game pretty hard. I'm really close to getting a higher rank. So, well, you can witness it if you join his stream. Witness <laughs> history. Yeah. Witness history. Yeah. Brian, I imagine you'll be posting on your social media whenever you're streaming. I think that's a good idea. And you should do that. So follow Brian on his social media and uh, find out when he's streaming. Uh, you can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter especially because we do a really good chapter of the week poll of which we have another winner. The votes are coming back in. You know, it's a little minor, but, you know, at least we're getting some winners these days. Uh, very excited to get into that. Uh, you cast your vote. Uh, I put up the poll uh, a couple hours after the chapters drop on Sunday on the official release on Viz's uh, website. And uh, you got to vote for your favorite chapter, and we'll announce it on the show. So uh, cast your vote, and uh, we will do that. Uh, you can email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. Uh, that would be super sweet. Uh, we do have more questions loaded up. We might not be able to tackle some today because we actually have like a lot to talk about this week in general. So uh, there's a monthly episode coming up. We'll probably get into those. But keep sending us in questions if you're listening and if you enjoy the show. Uh, check us out there. Email us there at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com. Or you can comment on any of the videos on YouTube, whether it's the full version of the podcast or the little highlight breakouts for each chapter. Um, you can also subscribe. Why not? While you're at it, while you're already commenting, why don't you drop us a subscribe? Give us a like. That would be super sweet. 
we would appreciate that. It, it gives me uh, elation in my life whenever I see one like. I'm always like, yeah, I'm doing the right thing. Uh, so uh, give us a like, give us a share, all that stuff. Tell your friends about it. If you prefer audio podcasts, we're pretty much on everywhere you can listen to podcasts, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music we're on. We're on Pandora. We're everywhere. So uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, we are likely there. Uh, I think I... Oh, yeah, there you go. My headphone blurt it out uh okay so all the subscribe stuff i think that's it for plugs uh let's get into the show proper shall we that was a mistake but this is one piece this is one piece chapter 1050 honor uh little cover page uh update uh it, it turns out it was reiju and ichiji who have uh, descended upon Whole Cake Island and are just fucking shit up. Ichiji is just straight up, like, choking out this little girl. <laughs> he is not playing these fucking games. Uh, yeah, he really isn't. Yeah. He, he So that's happening. So I guess he's saving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, she's trying to stab him. So I guess fair game, but crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, they saved him. Uh, and we open uh, where we last left off. Uh, Luffy has just punched Kaido straight into the ground. He has been like tunneling down through the sheer force of Luffy's ultimate gear five punch. Uh, we see this little panel that Big Mom's descent is also deeper than I thought. Uh, they both land in this volcanic fucking uh, core of Wano, this underwater volcano that's been like slowly building up down there. Big Mom's down there. So both of them have been Yeah, Big Mom's been cooking down there for a minute. Uh so uh Yeah. Yeah. So she falls he falls in down there as well. Yamato catches Luffy. Uh we get the little narration stating that the battle on the roof of the Skull Dome, Onigashima, winner formally Kaido. We changed that shit. <laughs> Which I gotta, I still gotta say, the narrator didn't declare Luffy's still the victor. To he the still end. still didn't say it. Yeah, he did at the end. But no, we'll get he there. said formally Kaido. You'll see. Just wait, just wait, just You'll wait, see. just wait. You'll see. Okay, so yeah, Luffy is safe with Yamato. Um, all the uh, sky, uh, sky boats, I think they're called, are like flying into the air. We go back to the uh, Tengu guy, the, uh, the swordsmith. Who uh, who is watching after uh, Otama and now I guess uh, Toko I think that's her name uh, the the young Don Yasui's daughter um, and you know she's like writing on her uh, on her wish balloon thing that she wants her father back um, but you know after a talk with Tengu talking about how uh, he everything he did was you know for the betterment of Wano he's he knowingly sacrificed himself for the future of the country. Um, and if it wasn't for him, all the lights of hope that they'd built would have gone out. And, uh, we get a little flashback from the young Don, uh, to the point where Toko ate the smile fruit. Uh, and he realized that that's what she ate and was like, you got some more for me. And, you know, that's how he got the smile fruit as well. Is that like to not let his daughter suffer alone, (laughs) the effects of the, uh, the malfunctioning smile fruit. He also took Uh. it. Uh, God damn it. The young Don strikes again. R.I.P. my dude. Uh, so, yeah. So, you know, uh, upon hearing all this, uh, Toko, uh, changes her, 
uh, her wish from I want to see daddy to daddy, thank you, and uh, lets it fly off into the sky. Uh, my heartstrings are tugged. Um, Acceptance. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, all the sky boats are flying into the air. The people on Onigashima, uh, specifically Cab Viper, are actually seeing it all go up. And he's like, wow, I haven't seen that shit in years. And uh, then he shouts down into the Onigashima that he is confirming that Luffy has smashed Kaido all the way deep into the earth. Uh, and uh, they've won, basically. Everyone's cheering. Everyone's like, yeah, we did it. After 20 long years of waiting for the chance to avenge Lord Odin's death, we are victorious. We've taken down two emperors of the sea. Uh, and everybody's just stoked. You know, all the efforts are finally paid off. Uh, we get a little shot with Momonosuke outside of uh, Onigashima. And uh, he's reaching out to uh, Zunesha where he mentions that uh, he has thought about it long and hard, and he has decided not to open the borders of Wano yet. Uh, and Zunesha is like, Very well, I trust your decision. For like, sure. <laughs> yeah. It'd be cool if Zunesha actually kind of sticks around there for a minute, you know, like as a... Like, I'm just going to hang out right here then. Yeah, I'll just park <laughs> outside of your island if that's cool. Yugara, Yugara's island. If Yugara are all right with that, um, but yeah, uh, Zanesha respects the decision, and then all of a sudden you hear an earthquake, uh, start up. But you know we see that Kaido's goons haven't really given up. But that's when Yamato comes in and is like, "Hey, stop it! All right, just stop. I've won. We've won. And if you continue to fight, then I will destroy you." Uh, so there's that. No, their hands. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're not playing around. No, not at all. Uh, meanwhile, yeah, the earthquake spreads over to Onigashima. We see the like visages of Big Mom and Kaido just melting in the fucking magma, um, and that's when the volcano erupts, and that's where it says Brian that the final battle in the skies of Rwano, winner Straw Hat Luffy. There it is, baby. There it is. Oh, yeah. Big eruption. Uh, I guess they're dead. <laughs> I guess we just... I guess? <laughs> I think yeah. they got sent somewhere. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, hey. Yeah. Like, I, thought, I thought they were dead. Yeah, this is a crazy thing to uh, survive, but I guess like Odin... Yeah, but Kaido's, Kaido's unreasonably durable. That's, I think he'll be hey, fine. That's Big Mom what, is the one I'm worried about. Unreasonably <laughs> That was his arc, though. Doesn't he want to die? This yeah, kill but him? he can't. I don't think he, this is going to kill him, to be honest. Yeah. I just don't think it's possible. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, obviously, if you don't see them say their last words, they're not dead. If, if Oda doesn't make it explicitly clear that they're super duper dead, then, um, you know, it's it's safe to assume that they might they might be alive. Um, they got their asses. Well, they're going to return. Yeah. That being said, uh, Momonosuke descends upon Wano, and uh, the citizens get scared because they see a giant dragon, and it's like, oh shit, Kaido's here. This is supposed to be our day of freedom. Uh, but then Momonosuke quickly is just like, I am not Kaido. The eruption was the final drumbeat signaling the end of Kaido, supreme commander of the Animal Kingdom pirates. Uh, yeah, I'm just some other dragon. Yeah. And uh, through the dust of the battle, um, you see the Akazaya 9 accompanying Lady Kum Kumurasaki, a.k.a. Hi Hiori, the daughter of the Shogun, 
uh, Odin. And uh, they just pull up, and everybody's like, oh, my God, Boss Kyoshiro, what happened to your style? Beautiful ghost. Yeah. They're like, Boss Kyoshiro, what happened to your style and hair? And he's like, it'll be a long, long story. We've brought the new Shogun of Wano. And that's where the chapter ends. Uh, as the heroes of Wano, basically the Akazaya 9, descend upon their people and are basically announcing victory. Um, so that was cool. <laughs> uh, what you? Uh, what were your guys' thoughts? Br- Josh, uh, tell us what you thought about this chapter. Um, I'm glad we got some finality. Mm. Needed that. I didn't want to wait yet another week to to know. I wanted it to be a definitive. Okay, he's coming back, or okay, he won. Yeah, and I don't mean come like. Surely, I'm. I I do believe the emperors are coming back, without a doubt. So, but they have clearly lost. It's been confirmed, and I'm happy for us to move. Excuse me, guys. Move forward. Yeah. Um, I I can't wait to see what the aftermath of this is going to be. That's exactly where my mind is at. I mean, you know, I don't. I think the most powerful moment of the chapter was with the young Don himself, Yasui. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you know, I nothing too epic. It was other than the fact that it counted at Luffy one. Yeah. Um. So yeah, very enjoyable chapter. Hmm. I don't really have, you know, I had a question. What was the name of the thing that possessed the guy at the end? Uh, what's his name? Oh man, Denjiro, Kyoshiro, Kyoshiro. Oh, yeah. What did he say? He got. He wasn't possessed. possessed. He was just so pissed off that his entire face contorted. Like after Odin (laughs) died, his whole face contorted and changed shape because he was so pissed that Odin got killed. Um. So he wasn't possessed by anything. Got possessed by the anger demon or something (laughs) like. Yeah, something like that. (laughs) Yeah. But now he's happy again. You know. He got he got what he needed. Um, were those all your thoughts? Yeah, uh, Brian, what did you think about this chapter? I think I think this was a this was a pretty good chapter. I still feel like you know there this isn't really the end of Wano. There's still a bunch of shit that needs to be tied up. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I know it might sound crazy saying this, but I still don't think Kaido is finished for this arc. Not saying that he's going to keep fighting the the alliance and shit, but I still think he's going to return in some way to do one last thing. Mm. That's what I think. That, But that's just me. I feel like it would be... I think it would be good to have like a real sense of finality for Kaido's arc. Because um, I feel like him just getting punched into lava... You know, it's cool and all. Trust trust me. I think it's cool. Don't worry. It's just, I think it would be cool if, like, he came up and kind of acknowledged Luffy uh, as, you know, a, the real deal, essentially. Like, because at the end of the day, his, his whole thing is, the guy who beats me is Joy Boy. Mm-hmm. So, who knows how he's going to react to Luffy after this if he's still alive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like if he comes back and he sees Luffy, is he gonna want revenge or is he gonna be more? His man's a hundred grand. He's gonna find a reason to live again, and he'll be like, "Ain't you got my daughter on your team? Ain't that some shit?" Yeah, <laughs> you go, girl. So yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot oh. that we. 
Well, John. <laughs> yeah, we need that. And also, there's, you know, um, Mononosuke not opening the borders again, which, you know, that needs to be titled. Why would he want to delay that? Um, maybe it's because the Marines are outside and he can feel their presence. Um, but. And also, there's that because most people are still racist (laughs) on the outside, (laughs) and like the world government and stuff. That too. But there's still and like the other people. Let me stop. Plus, there's still something special about Wano that we just don't know about yet. Still, to to this moment, even it's the heart of Japanese land, bro. That it's the pride and joy. It's all right. You Talk know about how in, Doctor in Strange, the they had that Kamratage is like not really a, it's a land, but it's not really part of the earth, mm-hmm. but it's representative of something. It's like a spiritual home. Yeah. That is what this is to, like, uh, Wano is to literal, actual Japan. Yeah, but I'm talking about in story. <laughs> I mean, not like, not like figuratively speaking. Yeah. Um, there's literally a special quality of Wano that is clearly very sought over, and there's a reason why it was closed in the first place. So maybe we'll get that. Maybe we'll get that in the next chapter with Mononosuke explaining why he's not opening the borders. Yeah, yeah, I could buy that for sure. Um, I, I mean, obviously there's something Wano because like Wano was closed way before Odin, so whatever it had to do is supersedes or like precedes everything that's happened up to this point. And I think like Wano's seen how grimy the world government could be, and we're like, we don't want any part of that shit. <laughs> no, no, sir. Keep your weird genocidal ass over there. I'm yeah. good. <laughs> um, You're occupying us. Yeah. Uh, what do yeah. you think, Chris? Yeah, I mean, given that like Wano is the birthplace of the Poneglyphs for the most part, like they they originated it. Oh yeah, it was like Wano Samurai who who wrote all the Poneglyphs, if I'm not res- mistaken. Um, yeah, for me, this chapter was really cool. Um, I debated giving it the RGC, but I think it's like it's not quite there yet. I th- I feel like what's coming because now we're entering the post Wano material. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of RGCs for One Piece yeah. coming up. Yeah, uh, dude, I'm so excited for the fucking world info dump. Yeah, bro. weirdly enough, I need it. Yeah, I feel like weirdly enough, one of the best parts of One Piece is the post arc arcs. Especially now, because the Straw Hats have been so far removed from the rest of the world. Like, they have uh-huh. no idea what's going on. They don't know about the Warlords. They don't know about Blackbeard. They don't know about Moira pulling up to Blackbeard's territory. They don't know to the Warlords. They're illegal now. They've been deemed illegal, and the Navy oh, is hunting them all down. they did that, didn't they? Like, even yeah, before Big Mom's Island? They, no, they did that at the start. No, it was like, after. Yeah, they did that in, like, the act breaks between Wano. Oh, I see. I see. So, yeah, loaded. Okay. Yeah. So oh, and Buggy was sick. I remember yeah, that. Yeah. So that happened. Uh, the Reverie. They have no idea what happened there. They didn't even know shit went down at the Reverie. I don't even know if they know what, that it happened. Oh, and then the situation with Boa Hancock. Mm-hmm. Didn't Kobe go over there to go? Yeah. Check Kobe. Kobe's after Boa. Yeah. Kobe's after Boa. Uh, I think he's the highest oh, rank. Kobe up, son. He better I relax. Think, I think he's the highest rank after Boa, hmm. actually. He's a captain. Oh. Kobe is. Yeah, I think Kobe is the highest rank officer going after Really? That's Boa. ridiculous. I think I would think that they would send vice admirals after the warlords. Yeah, but Kobe's different. He's built different. What is Kobe considered? What is he? Kobe's a, a marine captain. 
Mar- so is Marink like Smoker? Yeah, he, yeah. When when you saw Smoker for the first time, yeah, he was a Marine captain. Okay, mm-hmm. dude, Kobe is flying he's way beyond right. his level, right? Yeah, but I would also say that Kobe. Oh, Josh, I think your video. Sorry, was. yeah, I'm coming back. Um, no, I would say Kobe's rank is even probably better than Smoker's was at the time because Kobe's. A, he's got a better mastery of hockey than Smoker did when he had when he was captain. Um, yeah, he also has like all the CP9 techniques that I don't think uh, Smoker had. So yeah, Kobe's a prodigy. Yeah, but who knows? Anyway, uh, I yeah, I really like this chapter. I feel like uh, <laughs> the epicness of them being boiled alive in lava was pretty cool. I mean, like if you're gonna come up with a scale that like that could yeah could destroy the warlords i wouldn't be surprised if they died this way <laughs> but um i guess like a lot the prevailing theory is that they're both still alive which you know i i guess i could also see i wouldn't be ultra shocked but this is pretty crazy it's like if they don't get boiled alive by magma then i don't know what what kills these two <laughs> yeah i i don't I definitely not a kainu no i guess not yeah if this doesn't kill them then what chance does a kainu have this is why I never pulled up on them in the first place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is a really cool shit. I'm excited to see what comes next for, for One Piece. Uh, this, uh, this is probably common knowledge, but I guess it uh, suffices to say this chapter came out about 10 years exactly to the day to when Luffy accepted Law's uh, alliance to, to take down Kaido. So 10 years later, exactly, pretty much uh kaido has been defeated uh which uh, ages me terribly because i was in college when uh wow. when that came out it was 2012 uh, that was it sure was yeah so what i just started high school yeah jesus christ <laughs> wow really That's freshman year of high school yeah yeah wow yeah yeah <laughs> yeah sheesh <laughs> so way to age us oda Sheesh. Yeah. Uh it's very cool. Obviously, I don't think this was an intentional thing. I, there's no possible way to uh plan your story out this precisely to land exactly ten years later at the end of this overall saga. Um the, when did when did they make this this they made this alliance when they were uh um a hazard punk, yeah, punk hazard? Punch hazard, yes. So that okay. was that was in twenty twelve on May twenty eighth. This chapter came out May 29th, 10 years later. So, do with that what you will. That shit was crazy to learn. But uh, happy happy 10 years, One Piece. is a pretty good chapter to land on this 10-year anniversary of this alliance. Um, but I don't got much else to say so far. I think this chapter was pretty cool. Um, I, I think like there's going to be a lot more to discuss in the coming chapters as the Straw Hats slowly learn about uh not only the stuff about Wano, I feel like a lot's gonna come out about Wano, but uh about what's happening in the outside world. So down for that. Um but I don't have any more thoughts. Do you guys have any more thoughts? Any more rebuttals? Nope. Excellent chapter. I'm ready to move on. Yeah, let's do it. Uh let's move on. My Hero Academia. This is my hero academia chapter three hundred and fifty four Oopsie Daisy. Um, last we left off, uh, t- uh, 
Toya was seemingly defeated by Todoroki, and now we are cutting back to the battle between Endeavor and Hawks versus All for One. Uh, and uh, we cut to like a discussion that uh, Hawks and uh, and Endeavor and Best Genius are having about uh, the one glaring weakness that All for One has, and it's that like ga- this life support mask that he wears. That's pretty cute. Uh, mm-hmm. His Edgelord life support mask. So. You know, I guess like the plan is to uh, destroy that mask because he cannot function without it. Um, so you know, it's the number two, the top two heroes versus the worst villain ever. So you know, chances are not terrible. Um, they start doing their cool combos, uh, but all for ones like, hmm, such obvious tactics over and over. Hmm, you're not nearly as fast as you used to be, Hawks. <laughs> But uh, yeah, there's no one mightier in this series than all for one when it comes to talking that shit. Yeah, oh yeah. But um, basically their plan is to keep them, keep him close, and finish him with like point blank attacks without letting him touch them. So you know, it's basically all dependent on Hawks keeping his distance and uh, Endeavor like putting on pressure in close range situations uh, with his Inferno and shit. Um, which is a pretty good plan until like all for one starts talking all that shit again. That's the, that's the one thing they got to stop him from doing is talking that shit because nobody's better. Um, he starts talking about how Endeavor's heart isn't really in it. Like even the fucking, uh, the amateurs are down there doing their thing and, uh, Endeavor seems to be like his head somewhere else, you know? Uh, he's like, you should know for ages I've had my eye on your twisted longing for power. But, uh, and the thing about me is when I come across fertile ground, I can't help but sow seeds. You never did uh, find Toya's body, did you? Uh, and, uh... That's already new. He, he knows what's being implied here. Yeah. Yeah. So, Endeavor just kind of, like, freezes in place because, uh, he's, uh, hitting on some pretty tough spots for him personally. Um, uh, but... All for One takes the opportunity to uh, injure Endeavor pretty severely, it seems. Um, as he says, oopsie daisy, chapter title drop. Um, and uh, he, All for One turns his attack to Hawks, who's going over to back Endeavor up, but he's like, shit, I can't dodge. Fuck, what am I going to do? And uh, All for One unleashes his attack, but who's there to save him but Jiro and Tokoyami, out of all people? Jiro. Uh, and uh, yeah, they do a heartbeat wall. Tokoyami is flying uh, Jiro while she does her sound wall, basically to make a sound shield uh, to protect Hawks from the attack. And um, yeah, this was actually pretty badass. I'm not going to lie. Um, Tokoyami shouts out to Hawks, who was his mentor in the internship. So this kind of makes sense for his character to be there um, on a narrative level. Um, and... Yeah, he basically is here. He's like, I may be a poor substitute, but you and I are also capable of teamwork. So, um, All for One starts talking his shit. He's like, you know, I in the old comic I used to read, there were these jobber characters who only existed so the Demon Lord could show what he was made of. Uh, and Jiro's like, how about you save that line until you've actually beaten us? All for One. And that's where the chapter is. Right. Right? Cause she's like, get the fuck out of here, bro. You 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 better smoke my shit before, <laughs> before you say anything else, cause you you really dragging it. 
Yeah. I mean, we all know that. We all know what time it is. These are off. No, you know. Let me take that back. Can I? Am I giving my thoughts? Have you wrapped yeah. up the chapter? Josh, what did you okay. think about this chapter? Okay, so I actually do not think that all four of them are about to be a pack. I don't think so. I think that them four, with probably the help and combination of, of others, are going to show that all for one, if they all target one and beat that nigga's ass, you feel me? Give him what his name is. I could have made that more clever, but yeah, that's what we're going to go with. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm hyped. Really like this chapter, yo. Yeah. And I wanna I wanna go back and make a point of something. Alright? Now, let's be clear. This is more of kinda of the same, but I do wanna say that this was a really good this was a pretty cool execution. So I remember when they gave Davi secondary backstory and I didn't really have much of a I was just like, okay, you know, I didn't think we needed this. But um they, the way he brings it up now, kind of as a legitimate reason, like, yo, like, like it made me think about that, his backstory. And I was like, wait, yeah, and Devin never did find him. Mm-hmm. And like the fact that he, I felt like he built that little moment up for this. Now, I don't, you know, him getting damaged because he, you know, because he got caught off mentally. I don't know if it's like worth it. If that payoff was super great. But I just want to acknowledge it. I thought that was cool. In mm-hmm. case nobody else seeing what he was trying to do there. I think that was the intent of the entire backstory for that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, It's really cool to see two kids that we know from one class A pull up to support. It really is nice. Because that could have been burned. You know? Yeah. It could have been burned adjacent. It could have been this guy and that guy that we've seen before and we should be really excited because now they're about to fight. Mm-hmm. But no, we're we're going to get the class 1A. This is I am n- not sarcastically excited. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I mean, do I even got to say anything about the art? Bro, this is giving me like I told you. I was like, "Yo, if 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 this ends up giving the same vibes as that Nomu fight with Endeavor." Mhm. And they didn't, they didn't scrap it out too much, but these first few pages was crazy. Crazy. <laughs> he's giving it up. Look, yeah. at, look at these explosions. And how he's predicting the tax and shit. It was cool, man. I, I really like this chapter. And as a matter of fact, I like this so much. It's my RGC. Whoa! Certified yeah, RGC. Absolutely. Here, baby. Save here, baby. Let's go. Certified he did a good job. He showed he showed some some uh technique and execution. You know, the the fight was lit and I'm pretty excited for next week, you know? And we're about to see Toko Yummy fight and I guess Jiro's cool too, but what else? Jiro's great. <laughs> She's great. Yeah. Uh were those all your thoughts for the chapter? You know what, Christian? Those were most of my thoughts. Well, what are your other? My last thought is nothing. I'm capping. Brian, <laughs> what do you think? I love this. You already exploded off the top and gave you. Yeah, this is obviously Brian's. 
This is Brian's really good chapter of the week. Certified RG. You can believe it. Certified RG. You can fucking believe it. He's Josh. No, I I mean I could believe it. This was a good ass fucking chapter. And no, this, this is exactly what I expect from Horikoshi when it comes to these like battlefield set pieces. Like I mentioned last week, I believe. Um, this is exactly what he's good at. If he could keep doing shit like this, I hear Academia is easily one of the best out there when it comes to this shit. Like, when it comes to the action, the art, the story, how he ties it together into the fight, like, all the things that he sets up and how he pays them off. Like, Horikoshi is extremely talented at these situations. Like, this is where he shines. And, um, I feel like if he could continue to ride this wave, My Hero Academia can only keep going up. Because there's a lot of really interesting situations within this battle. Like, it doesn't... Aside from, you know, my bias for Endeavor's arc and shit. Of course, I've stated this several times. This is my favorite fucking arc in, 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 the, in the manga, alright? This is, this is my favorite shit. So, him, you know, kind of playing to that... It tugged on, it tugged on my heartstrings, alright? That that alone gave it an RGC. But what really sold it for me was uh, the unexpected appearance of Jiro and uh, Tokuyami. To be honest, I did not ex- it, I did not expect them to show up like this, and it was a very, very, very welcome surprise. And mm. and the way that you know the way that they creatively like work together is so fucking heartwarming. I don't know why. It's just so cool to see Jiro literally riding a Tokuyami's back. It's so I did not awesome. expect that. <laughs> it's so awesome. Man. I love it. Like stuff like this, like he just has a way of making stuff like this feel super impactful. And uh Jiro kind of smiling in the face of of total evil is also pretty fucking cool too because it shows that the future is fucking bright, bro. Like these guys aren't scared of shit. They're here to fucking scrap. They're here to fucking fight for their future and they don't give a fuck. They're literally standing in front of Evil Incarnate, and they're like, yeah, 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 motherfucker, talk shit when you actually win. Like, Are you mad old? <laughs> yeah, for real, old-ass motherfucker. So you talking mad shit to my sensei. <laughs> it's fucking evil-ass you must, chicken nugget. You must be punished. Plus, one more thing on top of all that. You must be disciplined. This fight... Well, I'm glad that this fight didn't just boil down to Endeavor and Hawks. Mainly because I don't want this to be another All Might versus All for uh, One for All. You know what I mean? Like, what All Might was one of one. He was literally the entire hero society in one dude. Like, everybody kind of just watched him do his shit. But the whole point of All Might not being in these fights anymore is to show that Heroes can't just sit back anymore. You know what I mean? Heroes can't just sit back and let somebody else do the dirty work for them. It's time for everybody to collectively put their chips in. And this is exactly what we're seeing here. Everybody's chipping in. Everybody's doing something. It's not just Endeavor. It's not just Hawks. It's not... And it's not even just Jiro and, and Tokiyami. Like, we're got, we're probably going to see more people show up in this fight to to assist in, like, different areas, too. So it's just nice to see that he is utilizing the people that need to be utilized. Like, say what you want about, like, the the uh, Shoto fight, but 
honestly, I don't really care about burning. I'd rather somebody else get that fucking shine rather than burning. Just me. So, I don't think it's just you, Brian. Were people mad about burning? <laughs> were people mad about not? Josh, I was. was. I mean, Josh was. Oh me. yeah, you're right. Josh was pissed off about that. He said, "You bet so, you you burning fans. You burning yeah, fans. Was, better oh, keep well, it. I'd rather I'd rather that focus be put somewhere else, like towards somebody who really deserves it. Uh, somebody who's like been a part of the story longer. Um, so we'll probably see a lot more surprise fucking people show up." Who knows? Like fucking even tape dude is probably gonna have a moment because he had those little dot dot dots, you know? Like you never know what the fuck is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm very excited. I hope is, he keeps if Sarah, gets a moment, if Sarah gets a moment. <laughs> why don't you like... let Sarah have a moment? Sarah's Everybody cool. has a moment except for Sarah, Tail Dude, Sugar Rush. Yeah, All these guys can get a moment. His elbow, son. I'm not trying to hear it. It's not just duct tape, dude. It's super indestructible tape. He's basically Spider-Man, but with tapes coming out of his elbows. Sure. I think it's still a cool design. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I like Sarah. I'm just him out. I like I like Sarah. But yeah, that's all my thoughts. Chris, what do you think? Um, I also really like this chapter a lot. Um, it's not my RGC. It's very close. Uh it, it was great, though. I mean, obviously, for me, it was, like, kind of cool. I was, like, digging it, you know, the Endeavor parts. I was like, all right. I saw what Josh was talking about, you know, with the building up of um, Endeavor never really finding his body and all that stuff. Yeah. And I was like, this is a good chapter. But it, I, it really was. Right, like, right. It really yeah. was just Jiro and Tokoyami coming in because this is just, like, kind of what we've been wanting out of My Hero Academia. Like, if you listen to this podcast at all, me and Josh are just like, supporting characters are getting fucked over. <laughs> But, you know, we're getting these little Absolutely. moments with them that I'm very grateful for. And I'm glad, weirdly enough, this is like a duo I never would have expected. Uh, I don't know how many scenes like Jiro and Tokoyami have together. Not um, many. So, I can tell you that much. You know, uh, it, it, it it wasn't expected, but it also didn't feel forced. It was like, yeah, these they're obviously classmates. You know, they would, I, I imagine they'd be friends too. So, like, this is this is a cool little team up. Um. Tokoyami especially, he's like one of the cooler characters that like, you know, has little moments sprinkled out through the series and is finally going to get paid off. Um, Jiro as well. You know, she had like that whole sports festival that was kind of her arc uh, in terms of development. And um, you could tell that there's like an affinity for this character uh, in Horikoshi's eyes in particular. So I'm glad she gets a cool moment here. Uh, I don't know where it's going to go. It could be that more folks just show up and it becomes a big, cool uh, battle royale against all for one. Uh, which I would not mind, uh, but very excited. Uh, I was I, I was like super pumped when I saw them come in. the The two page spread where they come in is fucking awesome. Uh, I love that. Like you know, it's shaded really well. Like he's got these screen tones going on. That is really cool. I don't know. It's it's well drawn. Horikoshi's a fucking goaded artist and um, a great like manga writer in general this was a cool moment to build up to uh but not quite my rgc unfortunately uh but with that being said i don't really have much else to say about uh my hero academia are you guys ready to move on did endeavor lose his arm no right no he lost, like, a chunk of his side yeah like he got Again? him on the side <laughs> well the first time it was like a straight up cut to his face 
True. So this time he like literally like you know all might style they like fucking punctured his side. Yeah, he munched into his side. Um But that's what happened. Uh all right, you guys ready to move onward then? Then let's Yes sir. Let's go. Jujutsu Kaisen. This is Jujutsu Kaisen Chapter 186, Tokyo Number 2 Colony Part 5. Um, last we left off, Panda, we got a weird, like, farewell to Panda's final siblings uh, who were destroyed by uh, Kashimo, uh, the uh, the, sor- the 100-point sorcerer, um, with, I guess, like, some kind of uh, electricity-related uh, curse technique. Um, and he just defeated Panda, but that's when Hikari showed up, uh, making it one of the cooler moments ever. And, uh, they just get right into it. They don't really mince words. Uh, the very first panel is actually like, uh, uh, Hikari punching Kashimo straight through a couple of these, like, uh, trailer things. I don't know. I don't know what the name for them are, but there's like, uh, these, uh, container units. Yeah. This container unit, units, something like that. Yeah, storage, storage units. Let's yeah. just say storage units. Yeah, the shit you would see on like a dock, or like a like a boat, like a big shipping boat. Um, mm-hmm. And they're just getting it in. It's just straight up a fist fight for a couple pages. Um, and you know, there's these little music notes everywhere. Uh, where and we see the electricity around his hand. Where he's like, "Did you feel a tingle?" Uh, implying that Kashimo's fucking curse technique didn't work for, didn't work really on him. Um, and he's like, what's your name? Um, and he starts to break it down in his head that, like, he's, uh, his, his trait and his curse technique, uh, makes it difficult to defend with simple reinforcement through cursed energy. But this guy has so much fucking cursed energy that he can just ignore that and reinforce himself anyway. Um, hmm. Hikari introduces himself. He says, I'm Kinji Hikari. You could call me Keen. Um, and, uh, Kashimo can hear, like, music radiating off of him. Um, so he introduces himself as Kashimo and, uh, Hikari is like, Oh, wait, this is the 100 point guy. Hey, if I win, let me use your points. And he's like, all right, you're with that panda though. Right. Tell me what no one ever says. No, they're just like, like, yeah, sure. Whatever. I'm going to kill you though. I I guess that's why they, they, it's never, it's not like this. You're like, yes. Okay. Yeah. No, it's like, yeah. (laughs) If you could just take it, if you take it from me, sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he asks uh, him to tell him about Sukuna if he lives through this. And um, we get a weird panel of Hikari going, cursed energy bonus, where he's just naked and he's like, cursed energy bonus, time to fly. Um, and then uh, Kashimo starts to lay into Hikari. He notices that Hikari is not really giving up a fight, really. Um, and he's like, don't disappoint me. Like, right as he's about to say that, uh, Hikari just lays into him, like, with one punch, sends him flying. Um, <laughs> Hikari does the hee hee, and he just, like, teleports away. Yeah. He grabs his nuts and teleports, and, uh, just. Oh, he does! And it's what and he was out. <laughs> yeah, then he teleports. He kicks uh, Kashimo. They just have exp- a nice knee to the chest. Yeah. Whoa, and Falcon. Dude, it's it's like they're giving it up greasy here. Uh, it's just a straight up fist fight. Uh, Kashimo gets some distance. He's charged up enough cursed energy, and he just shoots his lightning bolt at him. Uh, like just straight up blasting Hakari's arm straight off. Um, 
but Hikari just recovers. He comes back out of nowhere, kicks him in the face, and he's like, whoa, to counterattack after that? And uh, he looks back up, and Hikari's arm that just got blown off is back, uh, and we get an explanation as to how that is. Um, with <laughs> Hikari... <laughs> okay, so one thing is that apparently when Hikari hits jackpot in the idle death gamble, uh, it results in uh, a bonus of unlimited curse energy throughout the round. Uh, immediately after a jackpot, the private pure love train theme song admiring you plays for four minutes and 11 seconds. Um, Kashimo starts to think is like, is this reverse curse technique? And technically Hikari has never learned reverse tech uh, curse technique, but because of the unlimited curse energy, uh, his body reflexively performs it like without him really being conscious of it. Uh, so it prevents his body from breaking down. So, to simplify, apparently Hakari is unkillable for four minutes and eleven seconds immediately after a jackpot. Um, and furthermore, the music stops, and then after the music stops, he opens his domain again. Uh, and it turns out that as long as he keeps hitting the jackpot, he's just able to keep using domain expansion until he loses. <laughs> Uh, and that's where the chapter ends. Uh, holy shit! Wow, what a fucking good, what what a wild chapter. Uh, Josh, what did you think about this? He is the Joey Wheeler of fucking <laughs> Jujutsu Kaisen, like purely, purely based on um. That is oh, an interesting oh, comparison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Explain that. <laughs> So he's a luck character. Mm. He's a luck character. When when I was explaining this to Chris, they're like off the cam, but um, this all right. When um, Gojo Sensei stated that there were two other people that were pretty much on his level, it was a very vague and undescriptive response that left a lot to to kind of be wondered. Mm-hmm. With Okotsu. I, he made it clear at the end. It's literally because he's a copier. And if you could copy Gojo's ability, then sure, you're as strong as him, technically, mm-hmm. in, in a sense, or right there at his level. Um, plus, you know, he, the raw power and all of that, too, right? Right. Um, and then with this guy, Hikari, his his claim to fame is that, you know, in theory, he he could technically keep getting lucky and be indestructible for the for you know the entirety of a fight because he's strong enough to eventually chip somebody down unless they're that unbelievably you know that much stronger than him. Um, I don't know if we're gonna see more, but he really does seem he's he's just a straight up kind of enhancer type physical fighter. Mm-hmm. With in all the luck stuff, either just just gives him boost or or it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's our luck fighter. That's that that's gonna be our guy. That's gonna be his moment. He's gonna have shit luck, but he's gonna pull through and win one of these fights, and it's gonna be super lit. Yeah, that's gonna be crazy. The one where he doesn't hit jackpot but wins anyway. Yeah, yeah fucking fire. Yeah, I know. I see. <laughs> I know. I know. It's okay. Yeah, no, that's it's his good. Luck. You know. Yeah. Oh, he's gonna be super lit. Oh, he's gonna, oh, he's gonna be so bleak, and he's gonna hit a jackpot and do some wild <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah, how it goes. I'm ready. I'm waiting for that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm, 
unlimited cursed energy. But if you can't touch Gojo, I guess it doesn't really matter, does it? I guess not, no. Hmm. Maybe somebody on TikTok will break it down. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> the TikTok community seems to have trouble with Jujutsu Kaisen as well. Uh, but were those all your thoughts, Josh? Do you have any more rebuttals? Anything to th- talk? No, about? I guess that's about it. Um, great chapter. Yeah. Uh, but- Brian, any thoughts? So, um, this was a fun chapter. This is another classic Jujutsu Kaisen fun fucking chapter. Like again, the streak continues. Jujutsu Kaisen still has not had a bad chapter in fucking. I can't even remember. I can't even remember a, a bad Jujutsu Kaisen chapter. That's how long it's been. So, even if it's not an RGC, it's still an extremely fucking enjoyable chapter at at times. Like, I fucking love Hikari's fucking energy. The shit that he brings to to a fucking manga page is just so uniquely him. Like, when he gets his cursed energy bonus, the fucking panel with him, like, completely fucking naked is so fucking dramatic and stupid. But it's so fun um but i think what's the biggest highlight to this whole thing is the fact that he could literally bam his fucking domain expansion like i think that's what really sets him apart from every other jujutsu uh sorcerer Mm -hmm. mainly because literally he's like every four minutes and 11 seconds if he gets lucky he can just re-put you inside of a domain expansion Literally mm-hmm. every time. Yeah. And I think his might actually win out on other domain expansions too. So if somebody were to use a domain expansion within his, he would win. He would probably win because he has unlimited fucking cursed energy. So he's he's probably his domain expansion is probably the most powerful, essentially. It has the I wouldn't say actually the most powerful, but the most potential to overpower, essentially, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um uh, he he. I feel like there's still some shit that I just don't get. Like, how the fuck is he able to like just fly? Like, essentially, like he literally flew from Charles to here somehow. Um, but there's still a little bit that's still not really explained about his uh, curse technique, which is fine because you know he seems like he's a very unexpected. They expect the unexpected type of character, but a really fun chapter. Fucking love it. Um, I'm really interested to see uh, this guy, uh, Kashimo. Kashimo, put in some work because I want to see, I want to see Hikari get tested a little bit more. Yeah, and I think this guy could do it. Yeah, I'm sure he will. Um, were those are your thoughts, Brian? Yeah. Cool. I have a rebuttal. Actually, go for it. I'm. I'm. Very okay with assuming that Hakari just ran over there. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. I'm no. Okay I would. I. I would. Ex- uh. My. My thought was that like he did the Hulk thing where he just jumps. Yeah. From place to place. I he sensed. He sensed Panda's pain. Yeah. So that's my boy. I gotta go save my boy. Um. But um, obviously, I, this was my really good chapter of the week, honestly. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC.
And I should say, I forgot to mention it before, but uh, One Piece won the audience really good chapter of the week. So that was oh. that was my bad. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Hey, yo, audience, since uh, Black Clover is around, is uh, One Piece the new <laughs> default? No, not really. Um, I mean, even when Black Clover was around, it wasn't winning as much. Uh, so honestly, like, I think the Black Clover cl- crowd has calmed down. Which is unfortunate because Black Clover was pretty good towards. towards Come back, Black Clover crowd! I don't hate you. I swear. (laughs) Yeah, please. (laughs) I just enjoy the rivalry. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, but back to this chapter. I really, I really like this chapter, and I think it's for all the reasons that Brian said. It was just fun to read Hikari. Um, I think like part of what Hikari, what makes Hikari interesting is that like even though his. Uh, domain expansion is based mostly on luck. He seems so confident in it. He's like pretty sure he's always going to get a jackpot every time. Yeah. Because uh, I, I think like I'd be worried if There's I had There's psychology a behind that actually. Yeah, you think so, huh? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, you know, behind gambling and stuff. It's it's. I'm guessing that's what he's that's why like, you, you get like this uh this rush to your head, mm-hmm. like or, or whatever, like I guess certain chemicals far from your head that make you just believe, like that you're gonna that you are gonna win on that next one that you have a chance to. It's, it's I wish I, I should have looked that up. To no, I think I more. think you got it. Super interesting, guys. No, there is an adrenaline rush to gambling. I mean, you know, that's why there are people who are addicted to gambling. Um, I think that's represented in Hakari with his unlimited cursed energy boost. Yes, I mean it's his whole aesthetic too. I mean the fact that he dropped out of school and started making man bread for himself yeah. on the side. Yeah, just a fight club. The gambling maniac. Yeah, yeah, he opened a fight club where he takes bets. You know, yeah, right. Funny. So there you go. Yeah, um, yeah, it's just so cool. Uh, uh, in terms of Kashimo, like the the only way he could stop him is to kill him before. Like the lever, so to speak, is is um, all the way done. You know, like before the final uh, card is drawn, so to speak. So the battle within the domain is going to be really important right now because yeah, Hakari still has to stall ostensibly whenever like he's in his domain, as as people can attack him. Um, that's just what uh, Charles just wasn't able to do, just to kill him while the domain was playing out. So yeah. Kashimo might have a chance at this moment because he's really got to hold off Kashimo until he gets the jackpot or de- or doesn't. I mean, it seems like Kashimo can easily get the upper hand. Though. Sure, that's the thing. He is a dangerous guy. If if Hikari didn't have his uh, jackpot, he would be missing an arm right now. Oh yeah, like this dude doesn't play. He he's a big deal. Oh yeah, yeah. But I think, like at that point, Hikari was playing recklessly because he knew he would, he can't die. Um, I guess you're right. Yeah. So he has, he does have to be careful at this point because um, he's not invincible anymore. So he really has to. They still have to fight while all this shit is playing out, and I'm excited to see that. Obviously, uh, unfortunately, Jujutsu Kaisen is off next week, so that's yeah. a, a huge bummer. <laughs> um, but. That being said, this was a this was such a fun chapter to read, and uh, yeah, I think Brian's right. There's been a streak of great Jujutsu Kaisen chapters ever since even the Culling game started. I would say like when Maki, like all the way back when Maki was fighting, I don't think there's been like a, a total L chapter since. Um, so that's good on Jujutsu Kaisen, and um, I'm glad that Hikari is kind of living up to the hype 
you know, like, because there was a moment where, like, when I first saw the Pachinko game, I was like, really? <laughs> but, you know, now, now it's yeah. just like, I can't wait for this Pachinko game to come back. Now that I... He had to, he had to do the labor of that for that chapter to lay the groundwork. It's I mean... Respectable. Akutami's a patient man, you know, like, to really... It's a testament to his writing to, like, have the trust of the audience to really sit through. It's like, all right, I'll read this because I want to. <laughs> know i'll read this entire explanation it's rewarding because we want to understand it because he's going to apply it in creative ways and like if you don't get it that's your fault <laughs> yeah you know i mean so uh, that's well, why i don't it's not that much of a drag because i do feel like this is worth it yeah the powers are also interesting no matter what so um i'm, I'm excited to see maybe uh kashimo has his own domain yeah he probably does I'll say this, uh, Hakari's domain is pretty much the same, you know, as uh, Higuruma in the in the sense that it's not like a, a can't-miss attack. It's very old-style where it's literally a game. Oh, it's like an ancient, yeah. Yeah. A ancient domain? Yeah, it's kind of like Higuruma's domain where, like, it's not battle-based. Like, it's not about the attacks you lay inside the domain. More condition-based? Yeah, it's about, like, the effects that the domain can possibly have after it's done. Uh, it's a passive. It's for sure a passive domain. Yeah. Yeah. But super cool chapter. Um, I can't wait for the next one. It's unfortunate. Kashimo could take an ass beating, man. Who is this nigga? He's an ancient sorcerer. He's one of the ancient ones. That's um, what, And they're all super strong. That's just... Well, Kashimo in particular was one of the first... Like, him and Higuruma were the first to get to 100 points in the calling game. So, he's he's on that level. Um and potentially maybe stronger. I don't know. He's he's a more battle oriented one than Higuruma would probably be. So what if he's the guy who first created the new style of uh, domain expansions? That would be sick. I mean, you know, I, I feel that like would, that would be pretty sick. Yeah, I feel like we're gonna understand his deal quite a bit because he seems to have ties to Sukuna. So I feel like we'll get some kind of uh, flashback or something explaining his his deal. Um, but. Even though he fucked up my boy Panda, I still find him really interesting. Yeah, he's cool. He's a cool villain. Uh, but are we ready to move onward? Yeah. All right, let's go. Undead Unluck. This is Undead Unluck Chapter 112, Room 25. Um, last we left off with Undead Unluck, uh, Andy Undeaded. Uh, a couple of uh, Rip and uh, and Lotla, um, so that was sad. <laughs> he had to do it because you know they were getting in his way. It's a battle for the arc, the round table to just kind of like go back to the beginning of the loop and basically flip the Monopoly board over and start from the beginning again. Um, so you know it's a race to the arc uh, essentially, and he's competing against I guess uh, the Unruin Negator and the uh, the Seal rule uh what was it called the um shit i'm I'm blanking on the name it wasn't an addendum or whatever 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 seal is it's just like a super uma um he's the king of umas yeah so you know he's going after that um but they get stopped in their tracks because there's an unbreakable gate uh made by unbreakable so it is unbreakable and um, Tatiana, the untouchable, comes in right behind them. And she's like, you're the bad person who stabbed Fuko. Both of you are dying right here. Um, 
And as we all know, Tatiana's power is that like anybody who gets within her sphere of her range, which is why she sits in this robot forever, uh, just basically vanishes because like she cannot be touched. That's her thing. Um, so yeah, that's happening. Andy is racing on his motorcycle. Um, he, he zooms into one of the hallways. He sees like a bunch of the lab members, uh, killed, um, except for Miko, who is the daughter of Nico, the, the scientist dude who betrayed the union. Um, and this other scientist dude whose name I forget, uh, but he's a scientist dude. And he's like, please stop Dr. Nico. He left away for his daughter to survive. I'm not certain he's doing this off his own free will. Um, and uh, he he charges Andy to stop him. Andy motorcycles away as this dude dies. Um, so, Poor scientist. Yeah. We see other union members who are also dead. Um, and he shouts out. He's like, Nico, where are you? Get your ass out here. I'm going to smash your face in. And um, Nico just says, I'm waiting on room 25 on level 8. So Andy pulls up to the no, not at all. Uh, Andy pulls up to room 25 where he sees, um, you know, frozen uh, frozen dead bodies. You know, I think like one of them is Gina from the very beginning. Uh, I think one of them, I forget who this guy is. Is he the uh, ammo guy? I'm not sure. Maybe. If not the ammo guy. Oh, no, the, the that's other from guy. the bad team. He was um, the, maybe he's the negator that they killed to get into the union. That was crazy. Yeah, from the beginning, that might be him. And of course, I guess that's Fuko at the end there. Yeah, that uh, he has cryogenically frozen. Um, and he's like, "So what the fuck's going on here? Are you being controlled by somebody?" He's like, "Well, when you think about it, if you if you consider that, we're all being controlled." And he's like, "Man." <laughs> I ain't here to wax philosophical, my nigga. You know what the fuck I just asked you. What's yeah. up? Yeah. Do I need to kill the person controlling you or what? Are you a pack? Yeah, he says I don't work for money or fame. There, there are two thi- There are a few things that can sway my heart. Well, actually, there are two: my dream of slaying God and my wife, which is, I guess, what the little ghost that he brought in. And he said, if he had to choose between the two, he chose his wife. Um. So, you know, Andy remembers that, like, uh, Unruin mentioned that they they let him see his uh, his his wife as a ghost. Um, and he said, uh, in order to s- I, I did everything I could to try and see my wife one more time. But for those reasons alive, I've kept myself for those reasons alone. I've kept myself alive. Um, so he says, I don't plan on us ever understanding each other. After all, all of you will just forget everything anyway. And then he uses his cool spheres to cut Andy up with these laser things. And he says, that that applies to you too, doesn't it? Undead. And that's where the chapter ends. Um, I guess. Resident Evil style. Oh, yeah. I really like that. Yeah. I uh, really, really like that. Well, this is actually kind of exciting. Uh, let's get into thoughts. Josh, what did you think about this chapter? Um, What do I think? What is his negator ability? We don't did know yet. What is it? Un. <laughs> Un. <laughs> Un gravity? Because he floats on these orbs? Could be something. Did we meet an ungravity? I don't think so. Maybe. It could be ungravity. I don't know what it could be. 
But yeah, what it has to be something science related. Something I don't know. Un 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 unintelligent. Right. <laughs> right. Undumb. Undumb. That's undumb. Yeah. Maybe he's undumb. I'm the dumb negator. Yeah. But only for myself and not you, plebs. Yes. I negate everything that is dumb. There's no dumb things within my area. Um, yeah, but those are your thoughts. It's just figuring out what this guy's ability was. We don't know it yet. There's no. We'll find out next chapter, I'm sure. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, this 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 is the fight I've been waiting for. I didn't think it was going to be Andy versus him, but at least he's at least Nico's fighting somebody, and he. We didn't get that much uh, personality out of him prior, you know. So. It's just that, like, him acting this way, I'm not going to say it's a shock or a surprise, but it's like, hmm, okay. I'm not shocked by his, you know, how, how easy he was to turn or act like a, I guess, kind of villainous or whatever. But it's nice. It's just nice to see this character being formally introduced now. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the chapter thoroughly for that. I thought it was... That doesn't sound like a cop out, but I liked uh, some of the art shots, like a lot of the panels. They kind of got me excited. I thought the conversation between uh, Andy and 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 Nico was really cool too, because it built a lot of tension. I mean, you know, one that was tight, because he seemed. It, I think what it was was the wanton death, because he's like, man, like I need to hear your excuse, bro, because you robbed the fuck out. I I like how he went about that. Yeah. And he's an interesting main character. He's not he's not an anti hero. He's no. definitely not. No. He's just he's just really not the conventional good guy. He just goes about things totally different. He speaks a different way, he addresses people a different way, and but we know what he's fighting for. We know what his justice is. Yeah. Yeah, every now and then there will be a shonen protagonist that's like an adult. You know, like it's kinda of weird. He's the only grown up. Everybody else is like a teenager almost. He's a grown ass. Oh, he's man. like a super grown up. He's he's an ultra grown up. He's an old like awful one. Yeah, yeah. He's like a billion years old. He was he was born at the beginning of time. Oh, he's way older than all for one. Yeah, yeah. He's way older than all for one. But Victor was a caveman. He was. I think it's implied that he was a or whatever. The, he was in the. He was around um, for a long time. Yeah. I think he's been around for a very long time. Um. But yeah, were those all your thoughts? Yeah, that's all my thoughts. What yeah. do you think, Chris? No, yeah, I thought this chapter was pretty cool too. Nico is one of the people that we know nothing about. He would just like pull up and be like mad scientist dude, but we didn't really get a lot of time with him at all. Uh, so this is the most time we've spent with him, really. Uh, so, yeah. So getting like getting to know him a little more, getting his ability, what his backstory is. I feel like you know. We've been going through these uh, characters of the Union, like, one by one, arc by arc. Every every Union character has his own arc, for the most part. And this is just Nico's, I imagine. Um, so, I'm excited to get into it, because, you know, he was he was always an interesting one. Uh, but um, I'm excited to get into... Uh, I'm excited to get into Nico. I don't really have much else to say. I agree. Uh, a lot of the, like, art shots were really cool. Him going into the lab... And fighting Nico there and squaring up, that was cool. Mm. You know? And yeah, I, I, it's a nice setup. It's a nice setup. 
Mm-hmm. I think we're gonna. I think it's gonna be an interesting fight, more than just Andy shooting blood and swinging at him. I think this is something he's gonna have to figure out. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I didn't have really much else to say about uh, Undead and Luck. It was a pretty cool chapter overall. Um. Are you, any rebuttals, Josh? Uh, no, nah. man. This was a good chapter. <laughs> All right. Looking forward to next week. I'm glad it's not on break. Oh yeah. Um, but with that being said, uh, yeah, that was Undead Unluck, and that has been our show. Wow, we, wow, we. Thank you guys so much for listening. As per usual, you could find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Josh at JD Cole underscore thirty seven on Instagram and NY Chillin on Twitter. Uh, Brian at B ESP on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and also check out his Twitch stream at its punchline twitch.tv slash its punchline. Uh, check him out on that. Uh, you can email the show itself. Oh, follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram as well for the weekly really good chapter of the week poll. We should be putting up one for the monthly pretty soon. So uh, watch out for that. Uh, you can email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, comments about the show, uh, anything you guys want us to talk about. Uh, email us there or you can comment under whatever video you're watching, whether it's the uh full version of the podcast or the little highlight breakouts we make for you guys uh give us a subscribe while you're at it give us a like give us a share share us to your friends uh you can listen to the podcast as well on uh, itunes spotify wherever you listen to podcasts we're on there so give us a listen uh and i think that's it uh without further ado thank you guys so much for listening uh, we'll be back next week and then at some point we'll drop a episode for the monthly chapters when world trigger comes out in june so more on that later um but stay safe new job citizens see you guys next week peace peace out guys thanks for listening bye 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 now